0: Hello and welcome back to my podcast. I'll speak your damn mind, and I am your host, Serena Lately. And I want to congratulate all the graduates from Birmingham University, um, from Birmingham City University, Aston University, all those that have graduated this year. And um, well done for putting in the hard work and effort. You made it. You made it. Pat your old damn self in the back. Um, studying. <laughs> submitting those assignments doing those exams you did that and I myself and um, I'm a criminologist and socialist graduate from Coventry University being a single mother studying a full-time it, it was hard but we made it and you know a big hand claps and a round of applause to you all in this episode i speak with the lovely sienna who's a young black woman studying at cambridge university and i got up to meet with her and we just talk about her experience i'm talking about the word ratchet and how she owns the word and rocks it well and being black and proud and being ratchet take a listen
1: talk about it. And when you do meet them, they're like, oh, have you ever considered that uni might not be for you? Mm-hmm. me, sit down, uni not for me, imagine. But yeah, so they'll tell you either you stick up with it or you leave, point blank. And then on top of that, you have to do all your stuff outside of uni to make sure that you actually get a job once you leave, otherwise you're drowning in debt. So my experience was, and then even in the classroom. You get there and people are just, I don't want to swear, but they're just chatting rubbish. Like, people are talking about these sociological things, but totally ignore race, ignore gender, ignore class, all these different intersections of life, yeah. and just telling you this lovely middle-class white history of sociology, which just... <sighs> my this totally is frustration. But yeah, so that's when I was like, Victoria, you kind of need to. I'm struggling, my friends are struggling, clearly it's not just an us problem.
2: But she didn't tell you that, while she was at university, she didn't actually pick up the phone and chat. Yeah. It wasn't until, she, oh, there were so many times I, I locked myself in the room, I didn't come out, and thought, oh, should I give Victoria a call, I can't bother her with this, and she went downhill. Oh
1: yeah.
2: Went downhill, because no one to talk to. No one thought to And so this is a real situation. We then I said, look, let's do something, let's do something. There's another young woman as well, Jessica, who's at Warwick. And she went downhill for a whole year to whole you out. And it was through me talked at time, 12 o'clock at night, two o'clock in the morning, to bring her back out. There was another woman um, who's um, there's a friend of mine, she's an accountant It works in the city, and her daughter um went downhill, and she only she said she's she's she went downhill so badly that her mother didn't know what to do. I was working with her young child um, because her mother didn't know what to do. i come across this and this stuff. I don't understand what's going on with my daughter. She's fine. All of a sudden, but what happened with her daughter was that um, she had mostly had white friends in London. She went to Stretton Bells High School, I think. Yeah. So she went mostly white girls and she went to the university thinking that the white girls she hung around with would be the similar white girls which she hang around in the university and they basically shot her and within that it really knocked her identity and she just couldn't understand and it really knocked her and her parents had to get a flat for her and just buy a flat for her up in the area so she just had a flat on her own and tried to kind of come to terms with it but she She's struggling still, she's not able to work, she's finished her degree. I helped her do a dissertation and everything else. I got friends to help as well. She managed to get a two-one from Russell Group University, which That's is fantastic. Like, yeah. But she's taken a year so far just to mend herself, just to be able to get out of bed and just do one thing at a time. Now that sounds really kind of, it may be sounding shocking, but this is what we're dealing absolute horrendous experience in these young people had destabilises them, that they can't even function. She was not able to function, this young woman. Like I said, now she's taking one day at a time. She's working at her mother's consultancy for um, just a day a week and she can manage a day a week. Now this is a young woman who's what 21 who came out with A-star A levels, worked hard at school, came to university, and then messed her up. This, this is where we begin with studying whilst black. This is where we begin with that. And it's aimed at women. The difficulty I have is I don't shout about what I do. I just do it. So I need yourselves to kind of shout about it because I just say, oh, it's okay, it's just something which comes to but I realise it's not
0: really... To... Hold
1: on. Does it not come from the black community? Really? You said who? I've only ever heard the word ratchet. Being used by black people, I've heard "ghetto" being used by white people. Ghetto, working class, those kind of words. But the word "ratchet," do you not always hear it coming from other black people? Like, oh, that girl, she's so ratchet. Like, she's
0: such a mess. Mm, okay, so is that public culture then? Is that because mm. we hear that from? Because that's an American term.
1: Yeah. So yeah. that's not really a British, a British term. term. So
0: it's not really taught by we didn't really no. just as, as black British women we didn't. Come with that word so it's what they show on let's say Housewives Atlanta or these reality Mm shows scripted reality shows Mm -hmm. now and then we've unfortunately abducted that again we adopt Americanisms yeah we do Mm -hmm. we do so why not create our own language why do we have to then assign ourselves with that type of discourse which I don't know they may experience it differently than Mm. we do as black British women I don't know what it's like to be a black American woman but I think
1: black British identity yeah. in the past few years has become a thing. Like before that, nobody was really talking about it in academia, in everyday life. It was everyone who was just kind of like, oh, I'm Gambian, I'm Nigerian, I'm Jamaican, whatever. Yeah. Now we're actually starting to identify like, oh, I'm black British. Yeah. So I think unlike the African-Americans who have this whole culture that is solidified and you know archived, etc., we're just starting that process. Mm. So in my opinion, I don't see necessarily the problem in kind of borrowing some of those isms okay. if it's going to help us build our own, if that makes sense. Okay. okay. Right. So if I'm like, okay, I'm a working class black woman here in the UK. Yeah. I dress a certain way. I talk a certain way. People perceive me a certain way. Mm. And that aligns with the culture from somewhere
0: else? That, that... that's their problem. Mm. That's their problem because if their perceptions do not match what your mm-hmm. your you, who you are, mm-hmm. then the problem lies with them. Mm. So then that's the, the the issue is or is it issue? You mentioned about being unapologetic. Yeah. Yeah. So therefore, it's also about changing the narrative. Do you yeah. we do you think we as black women have the option to change the narrative and just being unapologetically us without being labeled as as ratchet ghetto mm. loud all that you think we really have the freedom and the space just to be unapologetically me
1: you in reality yeah. no we don't know about freedom but i feel like you always have to force it. you know what i mean mm. so for example the starting point for me is do you see those words as bad things? So do you see being ratchet, being ghetto, being whatever, is that a bad thing? If you start That's off asking the, mm, that question, mm. that in turn is going to lead to everything else. Because I, for years and years and years, that was an insult to me. Somebody called me ratchet, yeah. and I was like, why? Like, you know, getting, getting lazy. Yeah, I'm like, yeah. what do you mean I'm getting ratchet? But, in turn, When you now start to, you know, look at yourself and re look at your culture and I'm like okay, what's so wrong with being ratchet? Okay. Like, what's so wrong with Only and me? put right. the
0: power back exactly. in our hands and exactly. not in that. Right. because exactly. you're then reclaiming
1: it. And yeah. Be like, okay, I'm ratchet, I'm what? Okay. And then now when somebody calls you ratchet, what are you going to do? Yeah. Yeah, I'm ratchet, I'm what? <laughs> what are you going to do? It's, that's not a bad thing. Yeah. It's like back in the day when people, you know, women, like, you're a slut. Mm. And now you have, like, the Amber Roses of the world. Oh, yeah. Doing, you know, slut walk, where it's like, okay, I'm a slut, I'm what? Mm. you have to when you then reclaim it you can then put your own definition just how you know Amber Rose changed the definition of slut to like all women who suits Yeah, women empowerment now yeah. 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 yeah and I think by reclaiming words like ratchet and ghetto you then become your own Do You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So if I can say that I'm ratchet it's like maybe ratchet that's what I thought it was. Yeah. Because I can stand up and say that yeah, I got my door knock earrings on. Yeah. You know, on a Tuesday I'll be rocking my thirty inch blonde yeah. wig. Yeah, yeah. I'll got that too in my drawing bridge high street. Yeah. You're doing a madness. Mm. But at the same time You're educated, you're I get invited okay. in, in like, to universities to talk about black feminism, you know, mm. to talk about theory. So those do have to be two separate parts of my identity they are the same person, yeah. and the same sailor, yeah. everywhere. Which is where I, I mean about unapologeticness. You shouldn't have to feel like, as a black woman, you go into a certain space and you be one version of yourself. And then as soon as you leave, you're a different version. Like, mm-hmm. You don't have to be, oh with my black friends I'm this, I'm that, I'm that. Mm-hmm. I talk this way, I dress this way. Mm-hmm. And then when in a white institution at like university, mm-hmm. I look this way, I talk this way, I read these books. Mm-hmm. In reality, those are all you yeah and, and you should feel free to do all of those mm. in any space that you're at and that's where i'm like yeah i'm actually mm. well, i'm a working black platform but i'm also in these universities working with young women doing all these things that otherwise don't mm. meet that narrative of
0: mm. and it's great and it's you're you're touching on basically cognitive dissonance uh-huh. and you're dealing with that issue and so many women do with that do you know what i mean black women and black girls so growing up with that and that's so powerful what
2: you're doing thank so you.
0: yeah <laughs> thank you so where can they find you people follow you subscribe please mm-hmm. okay so i'm on twitter i'm
1: a bit of a mess on twitter just ran ranting it's a mixture of like feminism talking about celebrity gossip and then maybe like pictures but, of idris elba and <laughs> <laughs> like i said i'm ratchet yeah yeah, <laughs> so, yeah. At, call me sena yeah on twitter uh-huh. on instagram as well but i just post selfies on them uh-huh. it's the same everywhere yeah but yeah just stay tuned Hopefully you'll see my face somewhere yeah. near. What's next for you then after uni
2: or you, what? Well, what's there for you? Because you're uh, you're here talking. I'm at uni.
1: Yeah. Um, doing the feminist thing with Victoria. Yeah. But I also st- started my own business.
0: Easy. Like, Come on, speak on it. <laughs> speak <part>. on it. <laughs> <laughs> so,
1: I launched my bundles business
0: because I'm a hairstylist. Yeah, yeah. multifaceted. Dude. Y- yes, multifaceted yes, that's what we <laughs> definitely. Yes, we are. So I'm a hairstylist. Uh-huh. So I also do hair and I sell bundles, uh-huh.
1: and that's what I'm doing at the moment. And then uni in September
0: again, uh-huh. Uh-huh. and then doing the work with Victoria. Yeah. So we out here. Well. Yeah, out here. Yeah, out out here. To do well done. Well done. Do
2: You're
0: yeah, mad. And I support you on that. So well done. I'm you for being a super black woman. Yeah. <laughs> Speaking, you're damn mine and being unapologetic Girl, about me, you know that. <laughs> but yeah, thank you guys. So there you go. Go follow her. Go get your bundles and go get your feminism from this woman right now. Powerful, amazing. So there you have it. Your self-titled angry black woman. Alongside her academic studies, she has been involved in a number of feminist organizations in and around domestic violence, youth engagement and activism. Most recently, her work has been focusing on black feminism, partnering with University Central London based academic to create Studying While Black, a safe space for black women to have transgenerational critical conversation on race, Academia, gender, and everything in between. So go follow her—a black woman doing her thing. Follow her on all her social media. On call me Sana. That is call me Sana. And on that note, stay black. We love you. Thank you for listening.